0: back and i don't know back not better than ever better no certainly not no. back <laughs> we're, in back in still aggressively mediocre yeah it's every time we do this months. we
1: have to we have to relearn how to do this every time we do a podcast yeah. because we keep nah. having to
0: push it off nah we've we we got 20 of these under our other. belts we got 20 of these under our belts we know what we're doing now we just don't do it well that's true yeah oh.
2: It's. I mean, the talent is the ceiling. Really, it doesn't matter how. <laughs> they say practice makes perfect. That's only if you have talent.
1: That's not true. That's yeah. just something you tell kids to make them feel better about themselves. I thought you were going to go the other way, which is we have such natural talent, we could just like put out absolute dog doo, and we would just be like, we would be golden. We would be rocking up true. the the charts. How are we doing in Australia, by the way? Oh, I haven't. We checked, haven't checked in check. on them.
2: No, I don't know if they're still listening. I think we lost our Australian uh, sort of. Common poster, frequent poster on esq.social. I think she um, might have been driving some of it. I won't name wow. names yeah. because, you know, if she's if she <laughs> sort of, if she was the like patient zero in Australia of this podcast, I'm sure she's probably trying
0: Come to play that to down. Us. Yeah. We have Come a back. strict anti Australian doxing policy. Hey, by the way, did you guys see, uh, I think it was the Netherlands, like doxing is now officially illegal in the no. Netherlands? What? Did y'all you, you see this? Yeah. No. So that is the extent of my knowledge about it right now, but. Uh, I think, you know, I, I have ups and downs about that sort of thing. Like, you know what, doxing is most of the time pretty bad, but also doxing is a lot of the, uh, recreational stuff that I do at work where I like, <laughs> no, try no. To, I'm trying to, I'm tr- no, 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 not like that. I'm trying to locate <laughs> a defendant. And so like, does right. yeah. I need to serve them with a lawsuit or something like that? Yeah. It's not yeah. exactly doxing. That's bona fide no, legal I- research. You're yeah. you're
2: a, you're an officer of the court. It's different. You know, you have like an official <laughs> capacity that you're doing it.
0: Yeah, so if I want to dox somebody on Reddit as an officer of the court, that's that's okay, right? I think so. Yeah, I think no. it's fine. I
1: mean, certainly yeah. on Reddit you can you, file stuff, you can file stuff under seal, so you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's the benefit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I found to. it here. So the Dutch Senate on Tuesday approved a law to make doxing, the online publication of someone's address or other personal information, a crime when it is done oh, okay. in an attempt to intimidate them. So it's only if you're trying oh, okay. to intimidate them. So if you just say it, like you know, oh, here's your address, that's fine. But if you, you know, post the address with like a knife or something, that's not good. Yeah. If you accidentally post oh, with somebody's like mail
1: <laughs> and it right. has their full address, it's right. not a crime. And if you expose the owner of uh, of a meme web page then that's not a crime. But if you post right. their address with their, w- even with the intent to intimidate, it sounds like you yes. can tell, you can say who the person is behind an anonymous page. Um, but, right. Yeah. But I think if you're not what? trying to intimidate them, you're fine. But if yeah. Jack Sweeney of Elon's jet fame uh, was doing that with the explicit intent to intimidate, maybe it would be illegal.
0: And is in, Elon in... susceptible to intimidation? I mean, other than by Mark Zuckerberg, Oh, extremely. Yeah. I think he's paranoid. Yeah. Which is yeah. like,
1: you know about the, the whole thing where he said his family was attacked, but it turned out it was just a random guy that was driving near him?
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was, a, it was a long time ago. It was.
1: Yeah, it was months. It was months ago. It was, I mean, it was in Elon jet hype, hype period. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not a yeah.
0: A little bit of Elon. It no. was like pretty close to pre-acquisition I think of Twitter mm. uh, so it was probably what might have been a year ago or something like that anyhow no I thought it uh, was
1: it was when he was ban- when he had banned Elon's jet and he was using this as justification because he was like uh, oh they're putting out my assassination coordinates so that's why I had to ban <laughs> all these news sites that had covered what right. the, the Twitter account that I banned. Um, when does the
2: threshold cross where the, does just being really wealthy make it an assassination if, something, if somebody does something to you when do, like what is the threshold for assassination because I would just get yeah. killed right if somebody just
1: walks up to me and hits me over the head with a brick or something they just uh, murdered me you shouldn't no one... sell yourself short man by the way your name is Andrew Leahy tax yes. attorney in, in New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey right? uh, you shouldn't sell, sell yourself <laughs> short right. uh, New Jersey. thank you for doxing I, I me I would assassinate you man I would consider oh, you assassination you. Really? Like silenced? Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, you're, you're a
0: you're a you're a uh, you're a columnist for Bloomberg, man. I those are yeah, genuinely different comments, by the way. I would assassinate you versus I would call your death. Yeah, an I would assassination. call it in this. Assa- like, just to be clear, are- I don't
1: I don't right. want to kill you. Just to be no. clear, thank you. You doxed uh, but, uh, me. Uh, that's enough. Yeah. You said I'm a tax yeah. and technology attorney from New Jersey. Yeah, it's and true. you
2: are are, are uh, uh, Jake. You're Jacob Schumer, and you are yeah. a land use and like construction stuff now, right? Construction.
1: Land use construction, local government stuff, uh yeah, and Florida. I won't say where you, and, okay I was gonna say I won't say where you are because yeah, i won't, I don't want to no, dox that, you. I'm not set like I might have been assassination worthy earlier this year, but not anymore. Yeah. Not assassination worthy anymore. Yeah. Well here, at I, the, I uh, let's adjust at the that the Height though. of the if, Reedy Creek stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna at the say the Reedy Creek.
2: To this day, I think if you if like you're in a diner somewhere and Ron DeSantis comes in and he kills you, I think that's an assassination yeah that's true
1: specifically if it's ron desantis yes yes. i think
2: that is a well i mean not this yeah no no it has to be ron desantis yeah i was gonna say could it be the other side but no it has to be i think so maybe that's something maybe that's a component of assassination why is it being done and who is doing it
0: yeah
1: yes exactly Guys, this was okay. not on our topic
0: <laughs> list for tonight, the uh, no. disambiguation of what qualifies as an assassination. Uh, I'm the last person to introduce myself. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason Ramsland. I am uh, an employment litigator for plaintiffs. I sue people's bad bosses for them. Uh, and I am back home again in Indiana. No more Georgia for me. I new mean, house. Yeah, new house. Uh, kind of new office. It's uh, I've had this office for months now, but uh, I actually finally get to go to it regularly. And so... You know, things are, things are pretty great. I actually had a court appearance here on some rinky dink thing that I didn't have to drive, you know, 10 hours here and 10 hours back to get to. It was, it was awesome. Not rinky dink. There wow. are no rinky dink things in the law, uh, but it was a, not a trial uh, or right. anything like that. It wasn't going to so, take 20 hours uh, to handle. So
2: you would be in the car right. longer than you would be handling the, the matter.
0: Right. Yes. Uh, so no more, no more of that in my life. Very pleased to be back here. Uh, and, uh, you know, actually have a yard that's not on a 20 degree slope and, you know, slightly milder. <laughs> weather. It's great. It's great. Be farther from Florida. That's always great. Being farther <laughs> yeah. From you want to
2: try to get some distance from, from Florida. I think that's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, everybody, else
1: in, in, everybody else in America is like, oh, we can't handle this hundred degree weather. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, that it's been very hot, but this is what we live to prepare for. This is our this is our normal. Right. So now just the whole world is becoming Florida.
2: Um and oh, I know it's a terrible thing to say. It, so. This is this, this is supposed to I thought we agreed this was going to be like a G-rated podcast. We're <laughs> talking about assassinations, we're talking about the whole world becoming Florida.
1: Oof. Yeah. yeah. This is this weird real podcast is
2: Esquiring Minds. <laughs> It is. Um, oh, yes, yeah. We should say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is episode 21, and it's ostensibly for July 12th, 2023. I will take so uh, we've been taking blame for uh, us uh, missing a show. Last week, everybody else was ready to do the show, and I had an allergic reaction to a uh, hamburger. So, <laughs> so, oh, <no. laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, oh, I'm ready. You guys ready? And then I had to say, uh, Turns out I'm not ready. Sorry. Well, you know, can we do this at some other point? So last week was my fault. That's why we are so late. Are you allergic to the week to before was my fault? I'm allergic to uh, it's called an alpha gal People are going to be very interested interested in this It's called an alpha gal allergy It's mammalian meat basically Uh, Beef, pork, that kind of stuff I got bit by a uh, lone star tick And you Maybe 20 No I was studying for the bar so 2013 Oh my gosh uh, It's been gone forever so like I regularly Eat meat had no problems and right before Our show I had a hamburger and things Didn't go well suddenly the tick Bit you again the tick it jumped up and bit me again. And yeah, it, I'm like the lamest superhero. You know, Dang. you get if the <laughs> yeah. beetle and, and Spider Man, I get bit by a tick and I can't eat a hamburger.
1: Oh no! Yeah,
0: this anyway, is I'm the, fine. Uh, I, I I read an article about this a couple of years ago and it made me scared to go outside. And then I yeah, you know, went Ticks on with life and forgot man. about it. And I went back outside. Ticks are all scary.
2: Permethrin works really well. I don't know if you you guys yes. are on the permethrin train. It works fantastically. Yeah. Spray your pants down, it works for six months. Like, it is absolutely doing something terrible to your body. It has to be. <laughs> if it works for six months and like multiple washes, that's not good.
0: I mean, it's, it's a neurotoxin to be sure, but you know, we're <laughs> filling our, ourselves with low level neurotoxins all the time. I'm sitting here drinking uh, Maker's Mark and, and a Coke, and uh, mm. uh, you know, that's filling myself with neurotoxins. It's all, there it's all matter man. degrees. Hey, uh, tell me about this Wimbledon AI commentator thing, because uh, you guys <laughs> yeah. maybe watch 11 seconds of this video, and I feel like I got the gist of it a little bit, but uh, tell me what's going on with this. Uh, so IBM Wimbledon
1: is happening right now. Very exciting for some people. Um, I think I Wimbledon is like my favorite tennis event, just because it's the grass courts, um mm. and there that's are always... other
2: tennis events just to be clear yeah. i'm not a tennis fan so i didn't <laughs> yes. even know there was sure. anything else i thought they played then and then they never played again yeah no, there's yeah. the us open they, they, there's they the also French play open. on other
1: kinds of courts okay they yeah. play on uh non-grass courts uh yeah. but yeah wimbledon uh famous uh tournament in britain major um and this year wimbledon has hired ibm for some reason to put uh to put ai commentary on the highlight videos on its app and on its webpage, and this Mr. ai Sugar, commentary how is that going so far uh it is not nobody likes it and also <laughs> it's very bad and useless um so also it's not ai uh so it's basically just putting microsoft sam on for 10 seconds of video every on every video for some reason, because they wanted to throw AI into this thing for some reason. So I linked a video to you and maybe we can put it in the show notes or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of one of the many, many highlight videos on Wimbledon. I don't know whether it's the best one. It was just the first one I found with this voice. It is, it is a four minute long highlight video. The AI starts like five or six seconds in and says like, Which two people are playing which you already know because you clicked on the video and then that's it for like a minute like there's just a minute of silence and then there's like when it actually chimes in with something it's not interest it's like barely commentary Uh, the only AI aspect seems to be where it puts it in the video I don't Mm, know okay. Did you say, Andrew, did you say that this was typewritten by a person, by a human?
2: I I was just speculating. It seems like it is. Like, I don't exactly understand what else would be going on. It's doing, like, image recognition frame by frame of the video and then determining. I don't buy that. What happened? Yeah, that doesn't strike me as plausible.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. or, like, I could imagine an AI commentary where, like, it watches the stats, like, what are, like, you know, the game outcomes and, like, starts, you Mm -hmm. know logging sure. what happened at one time and saying what happened but then that's totally useless that's literally the same as the scoreboard on the screen
2: it's just yeah. doing like voiceover uh, or doing a text to speech basically for yeah. the scoreboard
0: yeah yeah it's exactly. like the accessibility settings on my mac where when i hover over something right. it'll just read it out loud yes. <laughs> like it's, it's the sports sports tv equivalent of that it
1: it if it was, it was I, if it was sold like that, I'd be I'd be absolutely open, yeah. up for it. But <laughs> yeah,
2: that sounds better. I mean, that's a much yeah. better way to put to pitch it. Yeah, it's accessibility. It's for people who can't read the scoreboard. That sounds like a great
1: yeah yeah yeah. Or you want to listen I, to something at work in the background? That's about right. as useful as it would be if you're not if you don't need it for any other reason.
0: You know, maybe this the whole thing gets refined and AI commentators on sporting events get to be a lot better. I have doubts about that, uh, because reasons, but you know, if there's an outside chance that it prevents me from having to listen to Joe Buck, do a play by -by play for a game, then like, great. I'm all for it. Let's work on that technology. I will suffer through the fortnight of Wimbledon, uh, and AI commentators (laughs) there. If you know, five, six, seven years down the road, it means that I don't have to listen to Joe Buck on a football game or a baseball game ever again. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, you're, you're going to be disappointed in me because I think Joe Buck is underrated, and in fact, is one of the best announcers we've got. For what? Uh, for football. For, okay, football. I think he's terrible for baseball. He every used time. to be very bad for football, and he's okay. gotten much better. I will say that. I don't know about baseball, but yeah. he's all every time. Is he Fox? I think he's Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, I think every so. time or
2: Fox has the postseason long. contract, it's just awful. The postseason yes. soundtrack is uh, just terrible. Announcers talking about players as though they've never heard of them before. I've never, I've never understood that in baseball. For some reason, in the postseason, they never get the announcers from the local team from the local networks for the teams right. that are in the in the game. Why wouldn't you yeah. do that? I I, I don't sure. understand. These have been these people have been with the team the whole season. They can speak <laughs> to something
1: more than you can. It'd be good to have like maybe one local guy because right. the the reason I can imagine why you don't want both both local people usually you have the two man crew right. on the announcing because they're biased and that's kind of their their whole deal is actually rooting for the team their local right. team that they're covering right so uh, they don't want to do that for the postseason when there's one you know right they're trying to be a more a more objective broadcast.
0: Well, um, and a lot of that boils down to chemistry too, because if you're going to put people yeah. on a play-by-play together, like it makes sense to have a crew that works together and does games all around. You know, you got like uh, who does with Al Michaels, the uh, Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels, I think mm-hmm. do uh, or did. I think Al Michaels yeah, don't... works for Yahoo or uh, oh, really <laughs> like that or, or I, uh, maybe Amazon. Did they buy John some Madden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start naming no, long no, retired no. announcers uh but uh you know you got these guys who go around and do the Sunday night football games every right. every week and the Monday night games every week and you got the guys who are doing Monday night baseball uh and they develop a chemistry you can't just toss people in there but if yeah. you really want to talk about an utter lack of chemistry let's talk about AI <laughs> cuz <Yes. that's>, <laughs> yes, that just that's no chemistry a, so at all
2: let me read this description i found this in business today talking about this wimbledon thing uh, the partnership with IBM Um, It's called the rise of bland and safe announcers is the subhead for this paragraph. In recent years, a shift has occurred in sports broadcasting as beloved announcers retired or passed away. They were gradually replaced by a new wave of broadcasters who lacked distinctive personalities and were hired to avoid drawing attention to themselves. The emphasis shifted to being unobtrusive as possible (laughs) with a uniformity of accents and a corporate desire to prevent any controversy or criticism. So it seems like I don't know. I, again, I have to turn to our our resident. Uh, you're our youth correspondent, Jake. You're also now our yeah. tennis correspondent. I think unless Jason wants to fight, <laughs> wants God, to God, fight for that, I'm not the right person for that, that mantle. I'll take it. Um, is there some sort of uh, controversy involving? Uh, is it, like, is this solving a problem? Do you have a lot of people who are like just like screaming out racial epithets or something as announcers for tennis matches, and they they finally had to just like get a bot to do
1: it? No, I mean, I think. I I felt like a announcement is going the other way We're like we have the Manning simulcast do you know about that thing where like yeah. football games are being simulcast with like a you know a traditional broadcast crew and then there's another like simulcast with Eli and Peyton Manning just hanging out yeah. and like BSing oh, okay. over the game right. it's 100% better in my opinion the the um, Manning cast usually they'll have really? a, they'll get a guest that's what I really there's not a ton of value to me from the like normal commenting until there's like a giant play right and Mm. it's literally like if i can't identify who the player is involved that's like that's helpful or like keeping up the emotion of the the moment that's like that's basically the only reason i care about the the announcing team otherwise i like Mm. the hangout the hangout thing jason you're indicating you don't agree
0: no, uh, I, I think that, uh, watching Peyton and Eli do commentary on uh, football games. I can't remember what night of the week they do it on. Uh, that is more fun, uh, mm-hmm. in, in like the playful sense. But like, if you're really interested and want to like really digest a football game, like listening to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth is just objectively better. And okay. I had, yeah. I had problems with Chris Collinsworth at first. He's really grown on me over the years. Uh, it's two different flavors and neither you know if, if you, you like rocky road versus uh chocolate chip cookie dough like yes one is objectively better than the other but it's okay to like other flavors and that's what peyton and eli are that is not that is definitely definitively not what wimbledon ai commentary <laughs> yeah, is. yeah no no wow <laughs> if you could uh, tune an ai to be like the uh, announcer on the carrot weather app on the iphone where it's just like sure hey there meat sack you should put on a jacket today <laughs> otherwise you're gonna be melted by the rain like the wicked witch of the west like if you could tune the ai to do that sort of commentary maybe a little bit more fun and if you can right. constrain it to keep it you know pg so that it's not going off on racist tirades <laughs> then, like great turn on hk47
1: mode from uh <laughs> yeah uh, um but I, it's Knights this, of the old republic that's a good callback. Yeah. i love it uh al, the thing is al michaels chris collinsworth those were those are like the a plus announcers i feel like for football like those are the best of the best sure. but 90 percent of 95 percent of football games are called by not not good or like not good might be r- the wrong way to put it but like uh espn for example has i don't i can't remember the last time espn had a good football crew um Hmm. their baseball is not great either every time baseball you you know
2: this game you want to watch and it's on espn it's uh you know a downer yeah
1: Mm. but yeah yeah, there's like if you get a really good booth like booth traditional sports i agree that that's i think i prefer that over the peyton and eli messing around not not just hanging around and watching the game not trying to digest the game not trying to actually like pay attention to the game too too closely yeah i could see ai
2: taking over for uh for some like for radio broadcasts of uh baseball games i know i keep harping on sure. baseball it's the only thing i really <laughs> yeah. know but i can could, I could, I could see that i mean uh our local baseball uh announcer is a million years old and not that there's anything wrong with that but he's been terrible for all of that time like i remember watching this guy <laughs> Um, announced the World Series in uh, 1996. So he's been doing this for quite a while, and he's got to be 90 years old, and he goes into his home run call for It Is Far It Is Gone and then has to walk it back, and he just sort of adds <laughs> in plays that didn't really exist that he imagined oh. existed. Yeah. He'll
1: Are you call, talking about the the Yes Guy? Uh,
2: uh, no, he's on uh, WFAN. He, uh, John Sterling oh, okay. is his name on the radio. Okay. He's terrible. He got hit with a baseball recently. Anyway, okay,
1: we should, we should oh, move
0: yeah. on.
1: <laughs> We should move on J- to
2: real topics here.
1: Okay.
0: Unless you guys but did have more you to have say.
1: A, something else, uh, Jason?
0: <laughs> no, I was just gonna uh, warn you that uh, if we have a listener in the Netherlands, you should avoid doxing John Sterling.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Or yeah, at don't, least po- don't do it for intimidation. Ever, everybody at home, don't post John Sterling's address with an intent to intimidate him. Yeah. Be nice and to If John you just Sterling. post it, it's fine. But don't post <laughs> yeah. it.
2: Yeah, with the intent to intimidate. So yeah. uh, our main topics, I think we have kind of like a smattering of tech topics that we're we're going for here, right? So. This is now like two weeks old, but Twitter rate limiting was
1: uh, something we wanted to talk <laughs> about. I think this was Jacobs. Uh, yeah, Jake's, I mean, uh... I I put both of they're kind of play into each other because yeah. the two topics we have are the rate limiting on Twitter and Threads, right? And Twitter rate limiting it, which is. You know, maybe, I don't know whether it directly led to the early launch of Threads. Obviously, they've been working on Threads for a long time. Oh, it definitely, it, it definitely, it did, definitively yeah. did. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, I leaks I know that they indicated. moved it, at, you said weeks? Leaks they, have indicated, uh, leaks have indicated oh, okay. that, yeah. I know, I know they moved it up by at least a day because they had a date and then they moved up that date. Like, right. literally, I had a ticket in my Instagram app for the date and then they're like, never mind, we're doing it a, a day earlier. Right. Um, but yeah, the, what was it like a week, a week and a half ago or something like that, like that weekend, a week and a half ago, nobody's Twitter was working at all. And right. people were just like, Oh, Twitter was down. Right. And then yeah. Elon Musk announces actually to stop AI web crawling. Uh, right. We're reducing everybody's ability to read tweets so that you can only read 600 per day. If you are not right. a Twitter blue subscriber, if you're a Twitter blue subscriber, you get like 6,000. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a ton more. Yeah. It was something like, you know,
2: yeah, maybe double or, or even 10 times. But yeah. It wasn't like 50,000. It wasn't, you know, a, a exponentially higher number.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: But like, I, if that's the real explanation for why he put that in and it had nothing to do with like network pressure or like, you know, right uh problem technical problems then that is has got to go down as the stupidest decision in like social media (laughs) history by a corporation yes yeah yeah uh,
2: so what's interesting is i mean it follows okay i have a couple of points so yeah twitter twitter and reddit have been bouncing back and forth off of each other in a way right so elon sort of uh is the first mover in the like fire everybody and shut off third-party apps and do all of that right And then Reddit does the same thing and says, well, no, we explicitly did not do, we're not, you know, it's not because Twitter uh, uh, crawled so we can walk. It's because we're doing it for this AI crawling uh, issue, right? To sort of shut down ChatGPT and all these other engines that could be crawling the data there, right? We want to hold on to this data. It's valuable now, right? Then... Elon does this, and he grabs the same excuse Reddit just used, right? And says, Hmm. "Well, the reason why we're doing, I'm doing it now, is because uh, I want to shut off the the scrapers, right? I want there's just too much going on, and 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 it seems implausible on its face until you find out today he announces he's putting whatever amount of money and X Corp is starting a uh, an AI engine of their own, a language model of their own. But here's the (laughs) little bit that I would want to add: I would not put it past Elon Musk to do that purely to make the previous lie true, right? Like you say you can't make it to some sort of event because you're in the hospital. You're not really in the hospital. People start to question it. So you throw yourself in front of a truck. So you wind up in in the hospital.
1: Yeah. uh, Yes. That (laughs) right. I wouldn't put it past (laughs) them at all to have done exactly that. You know, I, I, I wouldn't put it past them at all. I, I would be interested if there's reporting that would indicate the existence of this AI company before the rate limiting fiasco. If right. there isn't, then yeah, absolutely. If there is no indication that this AI company existed before right. last a weekend and a half ago, then I absolutely agree with, and I'm, I'm on board with you because man, was this embarrassing because like, obviously rate limiting has been around forever to prevent right. like sure. this kind of thing like uh like web but not scrapers not bluntly like
2: this like right. not this like real blunt tool It, it it's a little right. smarter like it's,
1: right it only it's never supposed to really hit the normal usage at right. all like it like i would occasionally get hit with a your rate limited from twitter back b- back in the day when right. i was like doing it a lot because it was right. and you know i was like oh okay yeah you and then you come back like three minutes later and it's fine um and then I was like refreshing a lot or something like that uh, when there was like a live event. And I was like, I need to, you know, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to click on the link as fast as possible. Yeah. You're doing uh, something that would simulate automated behavior. Yeah. I mean, I get it sometimes with uh,
2: Google. I'll search for yeah. something and I'll get a little captcha saying your activity seems strange. Yeah, Can you confirm that you're real or whatever? Yeah. That all is, yeah. I, I assume, baked into everything we use.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I And it would make sense for it. But right. 600 tweets, you can read 600 tweets in, like, five hit, five minutes of scrolling. That's yeah. the thing. And reading doesn't mean it actually hit your eyeballs. It means right. the database pulled the tweet. It loaded the right. tweet, uh, which is also why the view counts on tweets are insanely high because... It doesn't mean somebody read it. It means it the database told somebody it. scrolled past it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even um, mean you
2: paused on it. Is my understanding right. from from tests people have done. It, it's not a matter of like, well, it was on your screen for because I understand that like actually <laughs> figuring out if you read it is difficult, right? Barring yeah. you you pressing it and going into the tweet itself, if you just scroll yeah. past it, I get that it's hard to read that. But you would think there would be some sort of counter. The, the counter would be somewhat intelligent and would be based on the amount of time that it was on the screen, right? If it was on the screen for a fraction of a second, you would think it wouldn't do a count, but at least as of when the, when that whole discussion was about these counts being inflated, um, some people did some tests then, and I'll see if I can find the link, I'll put it in the show notes. And they found that you just like pressing uh, a quick, like scrolling as fast as you can with your finger. So the things just fly by all of those are being counted as red. Yeah. Yeah. So So, that's, so that's the
1: thing, 600, you're done like, I like I finished my 600 by like between the hours of 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Um, right. co- partially because I was kept I was so like into reading tweets about how stupid this was. Um, <laughs> yeah. it was the most compelling moment to be on Twitter. <laughs> and that's, you know, like uh, one of the reasons w- it always happens with these Twitter meltdowns. Twitter melts down. We go talk about it on Twitter and Twitter's like, oh my God, record traffic. And it's like, congratulations right. on your, uh, on your being the site, place of a car crash that everybody wants to watch.
2: Yeah. Well, um, the, the funny thing about record traffic, too, is Musk said um, when, he, when he announced these, these limits, he said several hundred organizations, maybe more, were scraping Twitter data extremely aggressively to the point where it was affecting the real user experience. And almost every company <laughs> doing AI was scraping Twitter to train their models. He doesn't even understand that when he talks about like how much traffic there is as this positive, as this measurement of Twitter is yeah. great. And then he says like, oh, man, there's so many bots on this yeah. thing.
1: You don't we think can, that, that might? Yeah, we no? can't distinguish between bots and humans, but right. also our traffic is so high; has never been better. Yeah, <laughs> and we know that they're all real people. Well, uh, Cloudflare,
0: Cloudflare has something else to say about that because the tr- Twitter's traffic in July of 2023 is uh, lower than it has been all year, uh, and it's lower by I don't know how to read this chart because this is one of those. Uh, it's a Apple- ranking chart. Right, it, it, right. it is. So they've dropped from being like the thirty second most popular uh, website, the highest traffic website, I guess uh, is probably the right way to say it. according to Cloudflare, which uh, I think operates a content delivery network, a CDN. yeah, uh, and so they're the ones who are like caching this stuff for delivery to the end the end user. Uh, and it dropped from thirty second down to 40th. Uh, and it looks like, uh, I, I can't tell from this chart exactly what leaped ahead of it, but, uh, some of the things that are on this chart are not particularly like heavy hitters. Right. Uh, And so there, uh, the Twitter's Mm -hmm. traffic is the worst that it's been in seven months. And, uh, I imagine that that, if we take that and extrapolate that back even further to like before Elon was, uh, you know, offering to buy it for 54 20 69 or whatever it was right like before that whole saga began i bet you twitter traffic was considerably higher i bet you it was probably in the top 25 websites in terms oh, of that yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it's not
1: because twitter has always this is like one of those things about like elon wanting to buy it never made sense from a like from an objective money perspective it always had a huge impact a huge standing Amongst the social media giants, but it was never anywhere close to as popular as Instagram or Facebook right. or even TikTok. It never made it made money like one year. It made oh prof- in terms of revenue, yeah, it was, one it was year terrible. Um, I mean,
2: and part part of it is because the it's it's uh, it's hosting bills, its CDN bills, its content delivery bills <laughs> are so high, and that was one of the speculations as to why he was doing this was like uh, apparently huh. they're backlogged on paying Google for their. Yeah. cloud so so this might have been like a cost savings thing yeah which is hilarious <laughs> it's just incredibly funny this in inno- this company you paid 44 billion dollars for and you're just doing things like sending the rent check without signing it so you buy yourself like an extra week
1: they're also suing Wachtell Lipton Rosen yeah. Katz the uh the closing attorneys that sued Elon to close the deal for their right. closing fee back they're right. uh not they owe a bunch of they owe like 500 million dollars in severance based on the uh oh, the yeah. agreement with twitter right. because right. in the agree the closing agreement between elon musk and twitter they elon musk agreed to pay that severance right there's like lit- hundreds and hundreds of employee arbitration cases where the yeah. employees it's are like, suing it's like and 913 or something yeah, like that yeah, it's an insane something ridiculous yeah. yeah. And Twitter's refusing to pay the arbitration fees as it's required by the <laughs> uh by the arbitration rules. Right. It's like they're like
2: uh <laughs> and the agreements they made the employees sign. Yes.
1: Uh-huh. Yes, right. yes yeah, exactly. Course, they right. made it the, wasn't employees like the employees agree to arbitration. There yeah. The employee agreement didn't say who the who would pay the like I looked at the employee arbitration agreements as part of this. Right. Um the employee agreement says we'll pay the the arbitration fees. Except and um, if except if your local government, if your local jurisdiction doesn't require that, then whoever it'll be paid based on existing law, something like that. But right. then the standard arbitration rules say the employer pays the fees yeah. and they consented to those rules. Yeah. So so like um, a JAMS arbitration so they, for an employment case. Yeah.
0: uh it, it, it's the employee pays like I think the first four hundred dollar filing fee, and then uh, the employee employee excuse me employee pays four hundred bucks to file it, just like you would in federal court, uh, mm. and then uh, the employer pays like another fifteen hundred or something like that, and then depending on the arbitrator they want like a $25,000 retainer or something like that so if you're doing that yeah. you know 913 times that that <laughs> that's gets, next, yeah. gets yeah. to be fairly costly fairly quickly. that's another bill he won't be paying somewhere right One of the things that's, that's most interesting to me is to think about, okay, so if Twitter was going to engage in this sort of rate limiting activity where they're going to, uh, rate limit the people who are paying eight or $11 per month for Twitter blue, uh, which I guess makes them verified accounts, uh, and they get 6,000 posts a day, uh, And then we're going to limit unverified accounts to 600 posts per day uh, and new unverified accounts to 300 posts per day. Viewing, not making, viewing, like scrolling across your screen. Uh, Surely this is something that you can know in advance that you're going to do uh, and you can give people notice. Like, for example, (laughs) advertisers who are advertising on your platform who are now going to have substantially fewer eyeballs going across their their ads. Uh, and apparently Elon's excuse, so this was, Twitter was confronted with this sort of, uh, argument about, Hey, you guys probably could have saw this coming. Right. Uh, and they said, well, uh, we did see it coming, right? Wink, wink. Uh, but we couldn't do it because we don't want the bad actors to have time to circumvent (sighs) our rate limiting measures. Uh, the exact quote from the Twitter business blog post, uh, was any advanced notice on these actions would have allowed bad actors to alter their behavior to evade okay. detection. So, okay. So you, uh, don't give them any notice. Uh, right. let's say that it would take those bad actors. Let's say you were going to give 30 days notice that you were going to do this. Okay, great. You've postponed the bad actors circumvention measures by 30 days. Like, is that worth the hit that you're taking here?
2: Uh, well also isn't the clock ticking once you then do take those actions yeah. so then that means those actions only work yeah. for 30 yeah, days. Yeah, you've
1: already lost. Okay, they've right. restarted now. And <laughs> right. also right. as part of this Twitter locked off tweet viewing tweets for people that weren't logged in. Yeah. And now they and now you can do it again. So the scrapers can just come back and scrape again. Right. So I'm. <laughs> I think that broke so much that like even
2: he had to ad- yeah. realize that you know if you're reading a New York Times article and that you know wants to say some celebrity said something, oftentimes it'll be embedded in there. Yeah. Or even right. not a celebrity, a politician, a, a, you know whatever. Um. And so, or just comments on something that's going uh-huh. on. Like residents were were very concerned, and then they'll have ten tweets that are <laughs> embedded. And what I saw right. was quickly. Um. I think it was the New York Times or the Washington Post. They were pretty quickly going in and putting screenshots of the thing. I mean, very oh, jankily. You know, quickly <laughs> yeah. grab screenshots probably by some poor intern that's stuck doing or editor yeah. that stuck doing this. But I think even he had to realize that, oh, that that is a value. I mean, we that is something that is a valuable source of traffic, yes. right? It we want the,
1: people to click on Twitter and come to
2: the site and think of it as um, like where the conversation is happening, right? Like I'm reading yeah. a news article and it's about, uh, you know, whatever, some some legal proceeding or something. And a, an attorney general said something on Twitter. And there it is. That's where it is. I need to be on Twitter if I want to be part of these conversations. I think it was so clear that even he had to fix it. But hmm. to to Jason's point, I think the fact that there was no notice suggests it was not <laughs> anything. I mean, yeah. I, at this point, like anytime he says something, you should just assume it's something else entirely. It's certainly not right. that. Like you can write yeah. that down and strike it out as being one of the reasons for this. I think the scraping thing is is a non sequitur. I think the, the the API access being cut off as uh, being an AI issue was a was fake. I don't think that's the real reason. I think he saw this as a way to drive people to uh, purchase Twitter Blue. I think maybe he thought about um, whether or not he could have a second tier for viewing more. And that's why he limited Twitter Blue subscribers also to 6,000, right? Like, let's see, is mm-hmm. there a lot? Do, do we have a huge surge of people go to Twitter Blue in order to go from 600 to 6,000? 6, if that's the case, maybe if you pay $16, I'll give you unlimited access. Can oh we do some gosh. tiering or something? I'm sure. I think this is all about money. All indicate, I mean, Occam's razor suggests Twitter is bleeding money, desperate yeah. for money. And he's just, I think that's the simplest answer
0: yeah. to most of these things. Twitter is bleeding and- everything. They're bleeding money, they're bleeding yeah. users, <laughs> they're bleeding advertisers, they're bleeding reputation and like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. probably reputation more than absolutely anything else. Uh, So, yeah, this is the the explanation and and the uh, claim that they're rate limiting uh, instead of um, this claim of rate limitation is not the true occurrence. What's happening here is that rate limiting is being used as the beard to disguise uh, a massive breakdown of Twitter systems on uh, what exact level? I don't know, but. All signs point to this, and in the absence of a plausible explanation, you have to take the most realistic expectation, which is either Twitter's not paying its bills, or there's a huge flaw in their code, or their database is breaking down, or something uh, that is a technological and people failure on the back end, not a proactive thing to you know make a good business decision. Like That's not what's going on here.
2: Right. I mean, the other thing is, on the scraping front, why wouldn't he just sell the data to... One of these AI, open AI has, you know, $30 billion to spare or whatever. Why not just sell the, the, uh, the, the data? It's one of the biggest sources of like plain language, like conversation data on the mm-hmm. internet. So if this is really that, that's the concern, just sell it. That's all right. Open the, have an API for that and sell access to it. And I'm sure there'll be, you know, if it's not Google barred or, or, or open AI, it'll be some startup. Uh, uh ai company that wants not startup obviously you gonna need some money to do this but there's there's mm. plenty of uh, money in ai right now that if they're interested they could have done something else and yeah. maybe the answer is that he did right this x corp thing that he's starting with with a, a new model or whatever it's yeah. interesting it's not under twitter's who, umbrella right who he's has like, faith oh, no. in
1: this man to start a tech company at this point <laughs> to run a tech company for who, anything yeah who, who, who who's investing yeah it, and where he's going to have to sell a lot of Texas stock in order to make that thing work or, venu- Meanwhile, or
0: valuable at all. It, isn't there a new CEO? Like, where's Well, yeah. I was, I was poor, say too, poor we continue Linda. to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We continue poor
1: talk Linda about I, I don't know yeah. her last name. I think, uh, um, is it Professor Ann Lipton on uh, ESQ.social that
2: has sort of compiled uh, over time some of the. Like, uh, there are, I don't know if it was the FTC, I think it was the FTC sent some official letter to. Some warning letter to uh Twitter and hmm. uh sent it to Elon Musk as CEO like three days oh. ago. It is oh, just a, a widespread just complete ignoring of of what he has said that
1: there's a new CEO. No, there's not. You're it. You're oh, yeah, it. there was yeah. a there was a letter sent by Twitter CCing Elon Musk, but not the CEO. Yeah, I, I saw that correctly. Too. Yeah. Oh that okay. So that was about, you know, Twitter having done the stupidest thing a social media company could and limit how much time its users can spend on their app. Uh, Meta comes in with this product they've been working on for six months, threads and smells blood in the water and boom launches weeks, months before they, (laughs) they were thinking they were going to and uh, shoots off like a dang rocket to a hundred million users in five days. Before we go too deep into threads, I just want to tie in the
2: Twitter thing. My favorite thing yeah. is that he, imme- uh, Musk, immediately threatened a lawsuit, saying that they had hired a bunch of fired Twitter employees, yeah. and so uh, their trade secrets had been stolen. That is just yeah. perfect. You fired that, them, right? That's the letter I was talking about. I think. Oh, the, oh okay, okay. That you were gotcha. that you were talking about, where yes, they
1: didn't okay. CC the, the CEO right. of Twitter. Well, they don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, they don't need to know. Um, so y'all know that I've been. Uh, very threads up i've been threads i've been threads threaded threaded uh threaded all is good i'm all in on threads like in like both in a good way and a bad way like Uh it is all the destructive parts of social media that i hate but also i somehow think it's like extremely good and will um and i'm very glad it exists and uh i like I think this is it. Like I th- I don't I don't think it's a Twitter killer. <laughs> okay. I don't even think it's going to replace Twitter for like live news stuff. I don't think it'll do that. Uh but I don't think I think it's taking a big old chunk of what Twitter was famous for. Um, yeah. it's going to take a huge chunk of that. I don't think tw- I think Twitter's going to be a shell from now on. I think it's all, it was already kind of a shell. It's going to be a super shell. And yeah. I think Facebook is kind of just styling on Elon Musk being like we know how to make money and you don't and so (laughs) we're gonna give this oh yeah you have a following chronological feed your default is chronological um we're gonna give them one one feed it's gonna be algorithmic it's gonna be full of the most boring bland (laughs) posts you can ever imagine at first right they uh, we're going after the young people we're going after the tiktokers they know how to hammer on an algorithm until the algorithm gives them exactly what they want. That's how we pull people into the to the app forever, for hours and hours on end, instead of for a few minutes at a time catching up on any updates like you do with Twitter. Hmm. Um, it is. And, I
2: mean, it's interesting you said TikTok. It is very much like TikTok in that it's yeah. just sort of, or Instagram Reels, in that it's just sort of like there's not much to do. It's just sort of scroll. It is just turning you into a monkey brain Sort of imbecile yeah. to just kind of scroll
1: through it, and yeah. I, I think that's everybody says it's a t- it's a Twitter clone. Really, it's I don't think it is. It's short form text mostly. Right. You can put in video. You can put in
0: It's short it's, form text, like it's Twitter. It's short
1: form text, text, but it is not. It that's not how people use Twitter. Twitter people mostly use Twitter for the following, for the following algorithm for not the algorithm, the following tab. Where it is not algorithmic based, where mm, you right. just have your people on. Right. It. That's how most people use Twitter, and it's your sure you, people, and
0: it's chronological. I'm not well, sure that's right. I, yeah, my, I, my, main, I, I, my main interaction with Twitter has been on the whatever the home button is, like the top the for left you. Button. Uh, I don't know what whatever I think have it's to for pull you, it up yeah. now to take a look oh, okay. at it, but yeah, like uh, my main interaction with Twitter is yeah for you. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe it's just maybe I'm just bad at Twitter. <laughs> uh, I've never really tried to be good at Twitter. It's it's not something that I've cared about. I care about it every October because it gets really active at this one particular uh, legal conference that I go to. Uh, and that's interesting. And then otherwise, it's, you know, I follow some people for good news takes. So in, in oh, okay. that are you're, you're doing what they wanted. Threads, <laughs> threads threads, is no different for me than my Twitter experiences, except there are fewer Nazis that crop up so yes, far. Yes, that's true. Right. So far. So the the Nazis Nazis nothing are control find their way to find yeah, the threads
2: yeah yeah there's nothing uh, okay so a couple of things one I, I think to Jason's point on the for you thing being the most popular I yeah. think among uh Twitter the people that are really into Twitter they get off for you pretty quickly because they don't want to feel like an algorithm is feeding them anything right they want just yeah. like you said a chronological thing but I do think it's the sort of the internet Explorer issue uh, Internet Explorer was like the
1: yeah the default like,
2: The default. And like it was like 98% of all browsers. Right. So in all these things, I always uh, I I might be wrong, but I think a good heuristic is whatever the default is probably like 80% or more of people are using the default, whatever it is. Right. Open it. What do I see? That's it. So for you is the default. I bet a lot of people are using the for you thing. So in that way, now I feel real
0: basic. Yeah, I mean like you're just <laughs> yeah. like a, a real
2: like a Luddite like somebody who doesn't know anything about yeah. technology you'll be yeah. using for years. you, you know are what I mean? you're a sheep Sheeple. under Elon Musk yeah. Bad, bad, bad. yeah give me some more yeah that's it some more cud to Boy. chew that's, that's if you're yeah. somebody like that then that would be
0: no but I mean like it's got hurtful
2: I think I think more what what Jason is, is exhibiting is like he's not that into Twitter he kind of yeah. hates Twitter he doesn't really want to be on there and so he's not going to sit around like messing with it it's like playing a game that you're not that into you're not going into the settings and changing all sorts of stuff you just sort of muddling your way through and that's it right and yeah, so sure. for threads i think it is very similar but it is also taken away all that other stuff right or at least yeah. as of right now it's just the one thing and that's it it's a constant stream of content i i mean i think that the the real reason for the sudden uptick is just how much bigger facebook and this was your point before uh jake about twitter being relatively small how much bigger yeah. facebook and instagram has always been and so if you just yeah. threw If you threw a set, a a, a link in the settings page of Instagram to a new website, that website would I bet immediately be in the top 100 websites instantly, right? Never mind putting it right in people's profiles. Never mind, you know, actually trying to push it a little bit. And so threads reminds me a lot of, I don't know if you remember when Google came out with Google Plus and they tied it into Gmail. And briefly, it was the largest social media network in the world because everyone immediately at least looked at it and then immediately dropped it, right?
1: yeah i the thing about that site is it didn't make any did you do google plus
2: i i mean not i didn't use it i did the same thing everybody else did i looked at it and went like oh okay i guess i
1: i i I signed up i made circles yeah and then circles that was uh and then i was just like why would i do this (laughs) right and so it seems like threads
2: has Uh, gotten past that hump right because you're getting people like like you said right now the current problem is like do you really want to see like you know, Velveeta ask Ford what their favorite cheese is or something. Right. But that will change. But I think when that changes to Jason's point, I don't see any controls for why there will be fewer Nazis. Like there's nothing in there that's baked in. That seems to me like, Oh, it'll be better this time.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't seem like, well, uh, I don't know. What is the algorithm? Well, Elon Musk obviously gave everybody who paid him $8 a boost in their algorithm. And that is a terrible, terrible idea for a million reasons. And and also dismissed.
0: He also dismissed. I, I have to assume I haven't looked at the detailed breakdown of who got dismissed in his layoffs, but like content moderation is obviously not a priority for Elon Musk, who has described himself uh, inaccurately, but he has described (laughs) himself as a free speech absolutist. uh, And so content moderation, obviously not a priority for him. And so like, of course there are going to be more Nazis there now. Meanwhile, I think meta Facebook Instagram threads, uh, They have a much more honed sensibility as far as content moderation goes, especially in the wake of, I think they got that sensibility coming out of like Cambridge Analytica, the 2016 election, uh, you know, the 2020 uh, racial unrest, uh, you know, the 2018-19 Me Too stuff. Like they got a lot more into content moderation and there's a glimmer of hope for me with threads that... Uh, We can have a, yeah, it's algorithmically curated and that's got its own weaknesses. But if we can have it well moderated using whatever tools Facebook meta are using uh, right now, like I I don't see a lot of really objectionable content on Facebook these days, which I'm, you know, an old guy and that's probably still my most, eh, it's probably behind Instagram at this point. But, you know, I don't see a lot of like objectionable content on there. I just see too many ads and a bunch of stuff algorithmically served to me that I don't care about. And that's what I'm getting in threads right now, anyway. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that'll get honed in as, you know, Meta is watching how long my eyeballs linger on a particular post by a particular person. Uh, But, I'll tell you what, if they do a better job at content moderation and make threads a more wholesome place for me to be, uh, then like, yeah, heck yeah, it's going to beat the pants off of Twitter. I mean, oh, that's I, I think
2: for sure. Yeah, I think Twitter. I, to uh, just to be clear yeah. in what I was saying, I wasn't arguing with Jake when he yeah. said it, Twitter's done. Twitter's done. Threads
1: <laughs> is is going to eat Twitter's lunch. Twitter's over. I mean, I think threads is going to make it's already going to make more money than than Twitter ever did. Um, right. Like, I, I bet I bet in 2 like in 2 years, huh?
0: It's, <laughs> it's not, not even monetized, monetized yet. yet. Right, it's not even
1: monetized yeah. yet. I bet like 2 years from now it'll make money more money than Twitter ever did. Uh yeah. but the like the first day of Threads obviously you get in tons of celebrities, tons of brands posting what's your favorite color or hot do- as a hot dog a sandwich. Right. Uh normal stuff like that. Some of the big differences between Threads And Twitter is Twitter. Your likes are public. So it kind of discourages you from liking stuff because, you know, your likes are public. And it's uh, whereas on on threads, your likes are basically a way of training the algorithm to show you more of that stuff. And I didn't know that. uh, Yeah. And it brings Instagram and they brought over the Instagram culture by linking it to your Instagram account. That's how you get your Threads account is by linking your Instagram account, and the Instagram culture is very positive. It's very like, uh, very kind of bland.
0: We'll um, see about that. I get a yeah. lot of
2: spam. I was going to say this when you were saying about content moderation. I get a lot of spam on Instagram. Oh Not yeah. Yeah. quite to this day, but I mean, up until relatively recently, I'll say within the last six months, if I ever had a DM on Instagram, it was spam.
1: Oh yeah, I definitely yes. So that, is, that is a little concern. And, they and, look and I'm getting some some thread spam
2: already. Okay. And Threads is Instagram. Like you were saying, they brought yeah. over sort of the, the culture, but also the app itself in both on both Android and iOS is heavily uh, borrowing from the Instagram app. It uses modules that were made just for Instagram. Like hmm. it is clearly, um, on, at least on the front end there, I wouldn't say cobbled together quickly, but like they were in a little bit of a rush, right? Let's get this going as fast yes. as possible. <laughs> yeah. And I get yeah. why. I mean, absolutely I'm, I'm not it's not a slam yeah. on them or anything. It's interesting. I I sort of remarked on this on, on Mastodon. It's interesting that they it didn't seem to ever even be a question that they were going to tie it to Instagram rather than tie it to Facebook, which seems like that would be the yeah. logical point, right? Facebook is the main it, it really seems it's like the mothership. This, yeah, it seems yeah. like this indicates a shift from in meta uh, from what they view as their main product,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook is the old thing that doesn't right. make them as much money anymore. It's not cool.
0: Instagram Facebook still is the Toyota. Is a cool. Facebook is yeah. the Toyota, and Instagram is the Lexus. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, exactly. And so about making money, what I think is interesting is having it all tied in. If you imagine pitching to a, a, an advertiser for some yeah. advertisement space on Threads, you can tie that into Instagram. You can tie it into Facebook. You can sell, ad, like it all is part of the Facebook ad network. It can all sort of make use of that while still being culturally viewed as separate. We still kind of yeah. think of Instagram. We talk about Instagram as though it isn't just an arm of Facebook. And we talk about threads now as though it's an arm of Instagram. And so that culture thing is an interesting, I would have I would not have predicted that this would have been successful. This like slow walk away, like changing the name uh, the, of the parent company to Meta and all the little steps they've taken really has seemed to work in that Threads is launched and people don't just immediately scoff saying, "Uh, I'm not trading one billionaire for another. It really seemed to get, you know, (laughs) obviously it's
0: the most popular,
2: you know, it got the attraction faster than anything uh, before it with, I guess, GPT being second.
0: You talk about brands competing for attention (laughs) on here uh, and you talk about billionaires competing (laughs) for this. uh, And one of the best brands on all social media (laughs) is Wendy's. And I don't know if y'all follow Wendy's. (laughs) Uh, but I I immediately clicked the follow button on Wendy's uh, when they posted this just a horribly uh, just horrific uh, picture of Wendy, but like her face all scratched out in black in that particular art style. Uh, that's like 4chan, I think. Uh, right. It's like when the billionaires are fighting about where you post your cheeseburger jokes and like that totally just <sighs> identified the moment for me where it's like, this is zuckerberg and musk like duking it out and uh uh, zuck is coming in as uh the apparently like now like jacked like six-pack abs totally
1: (laughs) caught up dude who's
0: coming in to pound the old guy like if this whole thing isn't just a perfect metaphor for what's happening right now where uh i it really feels like uh meta facebook instagram threads like The timing of it, the acceleration of it, they're clearly going for the jugular. And that part of it, I am here for because uh, like, yeah, like Twitter is a useful resource. It has been useful. It has been socially important for the world in some ways. Uh, But also Twitter is poison now and it needs to be flushed. And so like, go Zuck. I I don't like you, Zuck, but in this respect, (laughs) go, go, go get him. The the enemy
1: of my enemy, yeah. Uh, yes. For now, it, it, he's really come out of this. Like, man he he looks like he's just having the time of his life. This is the best. He's this is like the Since most becoming he's been human back. Yeah, for, he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's feeling he's feeling the positivity for the first time in so many years.
0: Peter uh, Zuckerberg I mean, rehabilitation is what it is. Like he's yeah. This is great rehab yeah. for his rep. Yeah, I is mean that, just think
2: about how he has become like you just said he's pounding the old guy. I know you meant in yeah. age with Elon Musk. But yeah. Like <laughs> Musk and Twitter really seems like the old thing now and this is the new thing. But I I, I don't know I don't have this off the top of my head, but I think Zuckerberg may have been a billionaire prior to uh Elon. Like I think I think Elon is the new arrival to like the, you know, top 5 wealthiest people in the world ranking, yeah. right? I think Zuckerberg's probably been there since the mid aughts probably right oh five, oh six, something like that I don't point know. being zuckerberg is more the old money than, yeah. than musk is and it's funny that now zuckerberg seems like the and also he is going to physically destroy elon musk <laughs> if they were to have any sort of i mean an arm wrestle and i think musk would just fall to putrefied jelly yeah. i don't but cheer they- for
0: fights i don't like boxing i don't like um, i don't like mma uh but i'd i'd buy that pay-per-view yeah i would too
1: the, the reason why I was, uh, you know, one of the main reasons I'm so positive on this is because of that whole billionaires fighting thing. Mm-hmm. Because threads, it's not this now, but they've been very clear. It's even like in their app that it's coming is this is going to be activity pub. Right. Compliant. This is going to, and it, this is going to federate with Mastodon. And That's so, cool. uh You know, where are the billionaires? I've been like getting more and more frustrated with people like, you know, oh, we can only go to billionaires stuff. Uh, Mastodon is a open source protocol that anybody can run and you can have an account there. Like, it's just annoying. You want the slick presentation, the ease of signing up you want something that's like totally capital. That's, that's what you're telling everybody that you actually don't want to deal with the slight annoyance that deal that comes with, uh, doing something that is completely independent. But because of this, you know, everybody came onto threads and was like, Oh, this isn't going to work if there's no chronological feed. This isn't going to work if there's no followers only feed. I do think they're going to bring in a followers only feed, but, and they said they're going to do that very soon. Um, But you, it was funny seeing the culture clash on there because the TikTokers came in, and TikTokers usually like aren't big fans of Twitter for the most part. They came in and they were like, "No chronological feed, like this is right," because they're used to the algorithmic stuff. They know how to how to get the algorithm to show them what they want. Uh, It's a like a generational issue. Slash, Jason, I didn't realize that you were like you were all in on the algorithm on on for you. (laughs) But, I didn't um, know it. I
0: didn't know yeah. I was. I didn't know what I was in. <laughs> you
1: were sucked in and you
2: didn't yeah. even know. You're just an innocent that, victim. That's how
1: they get you, man. Yeah. The
2: naive child.
1: Yeah, for people that want the followers only in chronological, once that activity pub is activated, uh and they you can federate with Mastodon, then you can have I and this is how I plan on doing it. Is I will have my Threads account, but I'll have my Mastodon account, and the Mastodon account will just have the that's, algori- that's not algorithmic. That is chronological. Right. I can make lists. I can do whatever the hell I want. It's not going to have all of the functionality of the Threads app. Adam has been pretty clear that the, the way that ActivityPub works is the text, basic stuff like text and image and pulling that post stuff will be easy, will be federated. And, uh, you know, that's part of the ActivityPub pro- protocol. Right. But they can add stuff on top of that that doesn't go to the other servers. And right. so, you know, the fun maybe threads is where I have the fun, like, you know, pull watch forever entertainment stuff, right? Because that's what it's best at. That's what the culture that that uh, threads builds that it met built. And I can use the Fed, you know, the Fediverse, the Mastodon uh, account to follow threads accounts. And um, just like I, you know, you could do on any other other time, and then no, you know, Zuck isn't in control of that, except to the extent that they can shut down threads anytime they want. Hmm.
0: Okay, two things. Uh, first, I, I'm going to right now register my skepticism, and we can note it's 9:37 p.m. on July 12, <laughs> 2023. Uh, I have a lot of skepticism about whether threads will ever federate in a. Uh, in a genuine way that is akin to the Fediverse that exists now. Uh, Second bit is, uh, I think it is way too early to make any declarations about the culture of threads, which has been out for what? 10 days. Uh, Yeah. If, if that, uh, and, uh, the culture of threads is going to rise and fall and change dramatically based on how meta tunes that algorithm. Uh, And so saying that the culture is great now is easy compared to what it's going to be later, because we are not in, you know, it's 2023, it's the summer of 2023. Uh, And we are not even starting into presidential primary season. And I want to see before I make any declarations about what the culture of threads is going to be like, I want to see what happens when we get into the Iowa and New Hampshire uh, primaries caucuses uh, and like the throes of uh, primary races and presidential elections. And I want to see what it does. uh, let me phrase this appropriately. I don't actually want to see this, but it <laughs> will be telling it will be telling to see how threads is when we have our next tragic event in primarily mm-hmm. American uh, culture right. and news uh, where it it will be telling to see what threads looks like uh, the next time we have a It's sad that you even have to couch it this way, but like a remarkable mass shooting event or a uh, remarkable, they're all remarkable, right? They're all tragic, uh, but like they're so frequent now that uh, a lot of them slide under the radar. When we have one that isn't sliding under the radar, it'll be interesting to see how Threads behaves there. And that's when I think we can start making declarations about the culture. Maybe not a mass shooting event. Maybe something akin to an Ahmaud Arbery or uh, Philando Castile or George Floyd or something like that. That's when we're going to get an actual idea about what the culture looks like. Not when uh, I'm looking at funny Wendy's memes about cheeseburgers and stuff like that's when we'll know. So yeah, I, I'm holding judgment and, there, and, and I'm skeptical about federation that that part is an
2: interesting point because i could see if there if the reputation of threads becomes that it is a sort of fun time uh goofball just silly stuff website the yeah. pressure would be on the algorithm to or be on the, the people maintaining the algorithm and, and developing the algorithm to kind of have like a sort of no bummers rule right like yeah it, sort of the opposite of the surface the things that are uh causing a lot of uh, um uh discussion, be it good or bad, you would, you might see sort of the opposite. I could totally imagine that where, you know, some mass shooting event happens, some, some tragedy happens and it, there's, you know, one or two posts you see, but like the conversation doesn't seem to be really surfacing to the top as much as, you know, Wendy's posting a weird picture or something at, at any of those sorts of things. I feel like Facebook, I feel like a large um, company, Facebook meta uh, threads, once it's more well-known sort of being tone deaf could really cause harm. Right. if they're if the algorithm is what they're presenting as their value add and, and how this is an improvement over Twitter, and this is really what they're offering you, is that this is something like TikTok. It can just sort of learn what you want to see and and show you those things. Um, I can imagine, yeah, some sort of event happening, it not showing enough of that, and there being a yeah. backlash that is like, What is this algorithm? Why are you pressing that why are you pushing this down? Why are you suppressing this tragedy or or whatever that happened?
0: Yeah. And maybe um, they want to take a page from like Uh, Apple TV plus and Ted Lasso and like have the Ted Lasso algorithm, the Ted Lasso tuning in the algorithm and uh, setting aside the fact that I think probably the moment for that has passed. Like, uh, you know, I could, I could foresee a future where they say, uh, yeah, take that negativity to Twitter. This is our fun, happy space over here. That's what threads is for. And so Mm -hmm. that seems like a genuine possibility. And I'm not sure that's entirely bad, probably not realistic, but not entirely bad yeah uh
1: it you you mentioned it being primarily in america i think it's america is like 90 percent of it because eu still isn't able to sign up for threads yet yeah Good because they, yeah it's only uh uh because of the new legislation coming up over there right. that's going to make a put a whole bunch of requirements on facebook um i don't think that threads will have the same kind of uniculture like twitter has had because of all the all the frictions they put into in the fact that they're going to be so algor- algorithm based it's not going to have that culture of activists having the um you know basing it on uh uh you know seeking out specific chronological information right. um so we're going to have these these more insular cultures like like we have with TikTok like i mentioned about the you know, the lesbian lumberjack stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people never, ever see that. Occasionally, TikTok shows me a video. I'm like, why the wh- who the hell is watching this? Why does this have 40 million views? Right. Um, And it's just like there's going to I think there's going to be a lot more separation there. You can't search through people's quote, quote, reposts on yeah. threads. Right. Uh, I bet I bet you never will be. That seems like a pretty intentional yeah. um I'll take uh, that decision. Bet. They might add trending trending stuff, which was one of, one of the sources of toxicity in Twitter. Was going to trending, uh, yeah. which they don't have that. A lot of people are saying never have that. It wasn't mm. one of the things that they said were was coming, but they did say they were going to try to do a search stuff. Um, which the, is great. I mean, uh, that's a value add over the, uh, to be like to be
2: honest, Mastodon and the Fediverse and all the sort of disaggregated servers Being yeah. able to search it would be huge.
1: I mean, I, I that that would be a, a big benefit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and also of course there's the t- the thing is Twitter Twitter has basically said you're going to look at the dumbest replies that where somebody's paid us eight dollars to put us put it in right. front right that's there just by not having that meta is gonna have a better culture even if you just import every single Twitter user meta is gonna have a more pleasant place to yeah. be around by not having that problem alone by not having
2: the test um, to to be elevated be like yeah like, who wants to be the, like the Grand yeah. Marshal of the Boo Boo Parade? Like the, right? Like, the people who want to <laughs> <Yes>. pay $8... <laughs> people who want to pay $8 are the worst people on the service, and then to yes. surface them is just...
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they if they didn't... If they had good enough tweets to build an, a following, they would have built it already. So, instead, right. they're paying $8, where you know their tweets are bad because they don't have a following yet, and they want one. So, right. um, the worst decision... One of put it on a list of terrible decisions. Right. One of the reasons why I'm long on threads, why I think in the long run it's going to do so well is because they've made it such a nice environment for celebrities and brands and posters yeah. who people people want to come to the service for. Uh, you know, The number of users is nice, but um, one of the big indicators was that brands and celebrities, at least at the beginning, were getting more engagement on threads than they were on twitter even with like a tenth of the right uh a tenth of the followers could um, be the
2: bots maybe it was the bots on twitter yeah. who knows
1: i i wouldn't be i think that we're going to enter an era where there is no twitter similarity to twitter's peak where there was like a single place where everybody was at um mm. because there's mastodon just hit record active subscribers right blue sky is still increasing uh, I guess. it's yeah. at hundred thousand users. I don't think I think Blue Sky is the most dead because yeah. they're they're supposed to make money at some point, and nobody's yeah. gonna. Who would make a federated AT protocol system now when Mastodon no already exists and Threads yeah. is gonna be activity pub based? That was it. That was um, the Betamax
2: and uh VHS decision there, right? Once they yeah. threw it, it was I think what was it, Sony that chose uh VHS and that's the route everything went, right? That's yeah. the, I think
1: Facebook is the Sony in this. The, they Sony, went Yeah, so Sony was Betamax, I thought.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I, whatever, I whoever picked the right one was the one who, you know, thumb on the scaled it.
1: Yeah. Um I did so like at Mastodon, Blue Sky, Threads, Twitter, their functionality isn't that different, but they have very different people that are using it right now um so we'll see how it goes
0: threads is uh depending on what source you look at it's either six or seven days old so uh, yeah it's (laughs) right it's too early it's too early to tell and we only have the first 110 million people to sign up for it uh and so you know it's it it's great for right now but also the early days of twitter were great and so let's 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 uh as as kanye cautioned us drive slow homie hmm. uh before we oh, move on to recommendations i just want to point out
2: that the the real loser in all this because we're not even talking about it is substack notes do you remember there was like 24 hours where substack yeah. notes was the twitter killer that was going to be you didn't even mention no. it in that it's nope. gone yeah uh-uh. <laughs>
1: no. it's i dead. was like i never i still don't understand it's terrible i get I don't know notifications what for substack <laughs> notes and i'm like what i have no idea uh, what i is. still don't understand the difference between Substack, like what's going on with that compared to the actual newsletter that gets sent out anyway. I don't know either, but anyway, uh, that's the real loser. Like they're definitely dead. Maybe blue sky hangs yeah. on for a little
2: while. I agree. I nope. think it's done. Uh, threads and Twitter moving forward. And I'm also, I'm with Jason. I, I, I can see it going either way. Do you guys okay. want to talk about recommendations? Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Okay. Jake, so, Jake, Jake, you go first. You always, I list, first.
1: Like, I've listed like five things here. Uh, I oh, listed man. four things because look, we had a, we had a long, we had a long break. Yeah, uh, That's true. First. <laughs> yeah. The first one uh, is the book, This is How You Lose the Time War. This is, again, This is How You Lose the Time War is the name of the book. Um, It's a novella. It's short. It's like 200 pages. Um, Don't look any... To quote um, the person that got me interested in reading this. Uh, Hold on. Let me pull up the actual quote. Um, Was
0: it Matt? No.
1: It was a Twitter user who goes by the... uh, uh, Catbird Two of uh, <laughs> uh, BD Wolfwood. I'm not giving you BD because it's this is a G-rated podcast, as we discuss. Uh. Read this. Do not look up anything about it. Just read it. It's only like 200 pages. You can download it on Audible. It's only like four hours. Do it right now. I'm very extremely serious. Was that this was to the... you specifically or in general? This was in general. It was okay. a tweet uh, that went very viral. And got 144,000 likes, and because of that tweet, um, uh, the book, which is like four years old, won a bunch of awards when it came out. Uh, suddenly became a New York Times bestseller because of that tweet, which is see? by a, the tweet was by a Trigun fan account. Let's see um, threads do that. Yeah, See? Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's the first book to be launched to the New York Times bestseller list by a thread? We'll find right. out. Whatever,
0: whatever J Lo posts about, whatever book um, J Lo posts about. Yeah,
1: but it's a it's a epistolary novel. A word I learned after reading this, which is letters. Yeah. Yes, it's letters between two two people, uh, okay. and it is a romance. I will tell you of a okay. sort, kind of a sci fi romance. It is wild. It is very poetic. Just if you want to read it, just let the language wash over you. Don't try to figure out exactly what they're saying. It's very beautiful. Sounds good. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll let you guys. I'm not going to do all four of my recommendations. You get, you go next, Jason. <laughs> you could, you could all take right. one of mine.
2: All I was going to say okay. is baseball is good this year. I don't have a recommendation, so Jake, okay. you can have two if you want. Go ahead. The Braves are okay. the Braves are good this year. Watch the <laughs> That's Braves. That's was going going to
0: say. I was like the, Braves, was looking the at... Braves are so fun. They've got the best infield in all of baseball. All four of their infielders made uh made the All-Star game and their catcher too and yeah. and like I think at least two of their pitchers were in the All-Star game or were nominated as All-Stars. I don't think they played. Uh right. but like the Braves, awesome. Tune in They're and watch terrific. them. Sorry, I was going to say, there are like three players that are on
2: pace to hit nearly 60 home runs on that team. I was looking at it there's, today, it's insane. Matt Olson has like
0: 29 home runs. There's something truly spectacular happening uh, with Ronald Acuna this year, who is the first player ever at the All-Star break to have uh, 20 home runs, at least 20 home runs. I think he has 21, uh, at least 40 stolen bases, uh, and at least 50 RBIs. There have only been uh, four players in history that have at the end of a season had 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases. Ronald Acuna Jr. Is on pace to have 40 home runs and 80 stolen bases. Oh boy. Uh, if That's he crazy. can juice up the, if he can juice up the home runs here and hit 50, he's got a bona fide shot at 50, 50 this year, which he would be the only person. And it's not close. Uh, so that would be pretty remarkable. Uh, the middle infield for the Braves, super fun. Like uh, Orlando Arcia and Ozzy Albies. Like I was watching a game the other night and Orlando Arcia uh, caught um, caught a ball that was being thrown to him from the catcher trying to catch somebody stealing second base. Uh, and Arcia just goofing around is holding the ball and just like trying to lift the guy's foot off the bag uh, and just like screwing around like just such good fun. Uh, really wholesome. Uh, so yeah, baseball's good. Braves are good. good.
2: That that was, that was the all-star game too. I felt like everybody was actually playing. Everybody was having fun. They were into the game baseball is back if it was ever gone it's it's great i'm so sorry i mean jake is being quiet here because no. his precious oakland days talking are, about
1: matt olson well they're yeah they're getting the,
2: bit by the possum that lives in the broadcast booth and, uh, <laughs> and the, the team is just falling apart like while while the game is being played i'm sorry the stadium is falling apart while the game is being yeah. played sorry go ahead jake
1: there were four well there are four former oakland days that weren't given offers to stay on the oakland days that started in the all-star game uh, yeah. just wow. to give you an idea of the quality of, you know what they could have uh, how much, much could the ownership been? wanted to win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh I I love you know, the A's st- uh sell the team stuff went into the All-Star game. There was a little bit of a sell the team chant at the All-Star Game. Wasn't huge, obviously, because I mean there weren't were a lot of A's fans at the All-Star Game. Right. Um, but uh there was a little bit of an audible one. Um we'll we'll see i'm i'm cautious. i have a sl- a little bit of hopium that uh that the the stadium deal won't actually happen because the ownership is <laughs> the at the draft uh rob manfred uh the at the mlb draft rob manfred got absolutely torched he said everyone. that's stupid.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's big. It's, if only the politics in Oakland were different, or something, right? Like this. Is yeah. Just, he's wearing I mean, the hot dog costume and saying, "We're just yeah. trying to figure out who did this." I mean, everybody <laughs> hates him. Is the thing
1: yeah. like at the at the draft, he was booed by everybody. There was a sell the team <laughs> chant that made him un, like he could not be heard over the sell the team chant when they announced the a the first A's pick. Right. But when Wonderful. he spoke at all, it was just like a chorus of boos to the point where he was uh, like he was barely audible. And he announced and,
2: today he would like to remain the commissioner for another uh, term.
1: Yeah, okay, sure. Just just great. I <laughs> mean that that's the thing is like the commissioner doesn't work for us, he works for the owners. Is right. he a good pain is he we you you said pain sponge, right? And it's like he's a pain yeah. sponge or maybe that was, <laughs> yeah, I might have gotten that from John Boyd. That is a succession thing. Right. Uh but um he's a pain sponge for the owners. Is he a good enough pain sponge? I think he makes the owners look bad when he says stupid stuff about Oakland, uh, because it's just like there's no benefit for the owners to look like to look so, uh, so callous about moving the team. They need to look more. They need to look more uh, um, like, oh, like he did. Like, oh, we tried. That's Uh, that's better.
0: The more uh, you can use, the more you can use Manfred as a lightning rod to draw the heat for that kind of thing, which basically all the owners want. They all want to be able to lunge at that money and. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. So he's he's their cover. He's the lightning rod, the the pain sponge that's soaking up all that stuff, so that they can go yeah. and grab the money. Like uh, I think that's his purpose.
1: But is it better for them if he actually says something smart, or if he says, uh, "Oh, congratulations on having an average MLB crowd" in response if, to the
0: reverse ooh, boycott? If if he says the dumb thing that all the owners are thinking and takes all the heat that the owners could yeah. have taken, like, ye- yeah, it is a benefit to them. That I, is,
2: I mean, hate uh, is zero sum, right? <laughs> if, they're, if they're hucking like rotten tomatoes at him, they're not doing it at Fisher or, you know, whoever
1: else. <laughs> oh, I, oh, there's plenty of hate. I don't think hate is zero sum. Oh, we he's generated really? more hate out of, <laughs> yes. I, you know, I think that I have a lot more hate for the ownership in general, not just John Fisher. But all of the MLB owners who have to vote 75% for to allow Oakland to move um, Mm. for being on board with this after hearing Rob Manfred. So um, maybe you can
0: get an expansion team in Oakland. That's got a better owner.
1: Well, if they call it the A's, I'll be down. (laughs) Um, But if it's not the A's, then they aren't going to do it basically. And apparently Mm. John Fisher owns that name. So
0: um, we'll see. Uh, uh, I'm going to recommend wholeheartedly uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. You do not have to play Final Fantasies one through 15. I have not, <laughs> uh, but Final Fantasy 16 is a very good game. As long as you do not have uh, little ears listening and watching, L- little ears listening, little eyes watching, uh, it is probably PG. Well, no, you only get one f bomb in a PG 13 movie, so it's <laughs> it's a it's a rated R, uh, rated M. Uh, uh, I would prefer it if it were more wholesome on the language side and just focused on the story and the gameplay. But the story is good. The gameplay is good. Uh, It is like a uh, interactive telenovela that has all of the elements of fantasy storytelling. Like it is good. It is fun. Uh, I can't say for sure that the whole game is good. I'm probably 15 hours into it and that 15 hours is real good. Uh, so maybe just more to than clear that. something I know, I haven't counted.
2: you said you ha- haven't played any of the other final fantasies you, no, have, no, no, or you no. just haven't played all of them okay i okay. haven't
0: played all of them okay, I think, okay. <laughs> I think i've been playing since like seven uh and, and so you like, played played i played all of them that's them from for seven yeah. yeah wow i played about okay. ha- i played about half of them uh and wow. uh like for good and for for better and for worse like some <laughs> of them have been worse uh there has been a slide lately where like 13 wasn't that good. 15 really wasn't that good. Uh this is much, much better. Uh it is it is a good game. Highly endorse if you liked Final Fantasy 10 and 12 uh and 7. Sure. Like this is good. Yeah, I was gonna ask, where
2: does it rank with 7, 8, 9, and 10? That's when I last played. So uh, that that gives me the answer. That sounds good.
0: I don't know. I don't cool. know if I don't know if I could uh, rank it yet on an all-time favorite, but uh, it's in the fight with ten for a favorite. Cool. All right,
1: I think uh, I don't want to pay a PS5, so I'm I'm gonna sit here and play it in 2030
0: or whatever. Go buy a PS5 just to play this game.
2: No,
1: not that one. Oh no! Oh no! Music Why is that foul. still there? I'm so sorry. <laughs> music foul. Oh, I, I forgot that. what music we had. Yeah. Oh gosh. I hope it works. I think it
2: will. I feel good about this. Bye. Just like you feel good about threads. Bye.